This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You rotten bums! You overpaid winners! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Left side throw, and it's broken up in the end zone! Broken up in the end zone! Knocked down by Brashad Breeland! The Chiefs hold on down! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Crossover move, great move. Grace Pyle, left-handed finish is perfect. Everything happening in the sports world. Michelangelo, this is the day he died in 1564. Oh my gosh. Michelangelo, thank you so much. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Let's pack the place. Yeah. Come on. Why can't we pack the place? Steve's going to challenge it's people again. It's for the again. kids. It's for the kids. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, Worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Do you feel good today? Oh, I feel great today. You feel real good. The sun is out. The sun's out. Getting my sun therapy. You know, I got to have sun therapy. That's, it's shining. It is shining. It's the, getting ready for... It's melt. The, the, uh, the snow's melting. It's it's going. Yeah. See you later, Snow. Yeah, shouldn't be any problem uh, being on the road tonight. You're getting ready for a big bullpup game day. McPherson, Bueller, inside the roundhouse. Bedlam basketball at its finest. Yeah. Bedlam. Just like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam. It's similar. Yeah. The McPherson boys trying to get back to 500 and win their 28th straight game over the Bueller Crusaders. The bullpup girls trying to continue their perfect season so far. 3-0, wins over two ranked teams, and hopefully stepping down just a little bit from what they saw on Friday for with Derby and then Andover Central last week. And both these teams are excited about a chance to be back at home tonight. Yeah, and, and let's start with the girls' game. Uh, you know, Coach Strathman, uh, in, con- in our conversations, you know, these, these first three games have been high stress, high emotion. Not to say there won't be emotion with Bueller tonight, but after that game on Friday – and after all the emotional energy the Bullpups burned up on Friday, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how this team starts tonight because, that let's face it, that Derby game was as emotional a game as you'll ever see. And that was coming off the overtime game against Andover Central where it looked like the Bullpups had it won. Then it looked like maybe they were going to lose. Then they found a way to win. And that's the thing Coach Stratman talks about. This team is finding a way to win. They are gutting out win after win after win. You know, they're just trying to get to Christmas. You know, they want to get to January. Then, hope you know, Lake and Sheafreak uh, should be back at the start of January. Emma Ruddle about the middle of January. Um, you know, they're just trying to keep their head above water with wins. And hopefully, uh, you know, they'll go into the tournament, hopefully, you know, with no losses. Uh, I haven't looked at the schedule completely before the girls' tournament. But uh, I know there's some Division uh, three games, which, you know, they generally do very well in Division three. And I was trying to think, I think there's one non-league game, maybe Dodge City. Is that it? Would you like me to read it to you, Steve? Hey, why don't you read it to me? January 3rd, Dodge City at home. January 4th, at Piper. Both teams will be there. January 10th, at Circle. January 14th, Augusta at home. January 17th, at El Dorado. So really, to me, 
uh, if they can get through the the two games and to start January because Dodge City's always been pretty competitive. And then, of course, Piper is really good. I didn't the number two team in Class Four A. Yeah, number two team in Four A. The Piper so. boys are the number one team in Class Four A. Ooh, man, they're good. But anyway, uh, for the girls, like I say, they just want to keep their head above water, uh, you know, and keep uh, you know gutting out win after win. Hopefully, they can go into the Mid America Classic undefeated. Steve, we'll save some of these Bueller hot takes that you have. We got to talk about your guy first from last night. Drew Brees. Your guy, Drew Brees. Oh, we weren't going to talk about the boys game? We are going to uh, – that's why I said we got to save it. Oh, okay. I wanted to save it, well, and you just started going. Well, you know, I get on a tangent. And you you were stop. on one. Yeah. Now, I didn't want to stop you. You were on a roll. Okay. Freddie Mercury said that one time. So did Belushi. Don't stop me now. Okay. I didn't want to stop you now. But my guy, Drew Brees? Yeah. Yeah. What was he, 28 of 29? Is that what it was? Something like that. And uh, my fantasy football team, I had Drew Brees. I had Michael Thomas. Uh, they were just on fire last night. Put me into the fantasy football championship. I don't know who I'm playing yet. But when I have Brees and Thomas, I feel pretty good. Brees was 29 of 30. 29 of 30. Don't short the man. Oh, Phyllis, I think, was 28 of 29. Phyllis, Phyllis was 28 of 29 Phyllis in the game last season. Right. But I watched that game. Man, was he just on a roll. I mean, the Colts put up no fight. And now you got the Saints, you got the Seahawks, uh, you got the 49ers all in there, you got Minnesota, you got Green Bay, you got Seattle. I mean, those six teams in the NFC, it's really going to be. I think you said Seattle once before. Did I? I think you said the Seahawks and then said Seattle. Are you forgetting about the Dallas Cowboys? What about the Philadelphia Eagles? I I am forgetting about the Dallas Cowboys or Philadelphia Eagles in the loser-leave-town match on Sunday. What about the Bears? Do you have any fear of the Bears? I have no fear of the Bears. Well, the Chiefs have to hopefully not have any fear of the Bears this weekend. Steve, I've seen a couple of conversations today about your guy, Drew Brees, and what his legacy will be in the NFL. 540 passing touchdowns. He holds the record for passing yards. Where does he rank for you in terms of recent quarterbacks in the NFL? Oh, top five. I mean, it's sure. hard to compare him to Joe Willie. Or my man, Johnny U, Johnny it, Unitas. It, it's hard to compare to some of those, but where do you put him in a rank of quarterbacks that have played in the 21st century? I think you got to put him about third. All right, who's ahead of him? Well, Tom Brady. Okay. Tom Brady, well, actually, now you – Talking, including Joe Montana. No, I said 21st century. 21st century. I, w- I think Brady's got to be one because he's won six Super Bowls. He's got him to nine Super Bowls. He's got a great-looking wife. I mean, my gosh. Easy there, yeah. Steve. Yeah, you know. You're going to get the show canceled. <laughs> you keep making these comments about Giselle, and people are going to start canceling us. But, uh, no, uh, you know, nine Super Bowls. He's, you know, he's, he's actually third in uh, touchdown passes. And then I, I think still Peyton Manning's probably two, and then I think Breeze is three. Let's hear why. Peyton Manning's won more Super Bowls. Is that all it goes off of Well, for you? Because that's what the rankings Peyton, look like they are. Peyton Manning is the greatest regular season quarterback maybe it's ever played. Okay. Because Peyton Manning could get his team to the playoffs. Peyton Manning always made the Pro Bowl. But, you know, Omaha, Omaha. I always liked it when he did that. But anyway... Uh, I still put Peyton Manning ahead of Drew Brees. Let's, you look back to the conversation, say, 10 years ago, when they were always talking about who's the best quarterback, 
Who's the two guys they, they always talked about? Brady and Manning. Okay. And they were playing each other a bunch at that time, too. And where was Breeze? You didn't ever. They, Breeze was really never in the conversation. Well, and he was on the other side of the it's kinda league. Like, it's kind of like. It's kind of like. It's kind of like Arnold Palmer or Jack Nicholas. And then Drew Breeze is the Gary player, the Black Knight. Gary. I like Gary player. I think that's not a bad comparison, Steve, because I think when we do go back and look at historical context, if we go back and look at what were we talking about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 8 years ago, of course the the Saints and Drew Brees won a Super Bowl. Right, but they haven't been there except for the one time, correct? Right. Okay. Of course they won a Super Bowl. And how many Bowl. times have Peyton And you Peyton know who beaten that Super Bowl? They beat Peyton Manning. So, of course... We will always go back to the conversation of, oh, it's it's either Peyton or Brady. Mm-hmm. Peyton or Brady. Mm-hmm. I think you're on the right page here that historically, Drew Brees might break all of their records. Right. He might hold every single major passing record. But when it comes down to it, it was the Pats and the Colts. Right. It was the Pats and the Broncos. Right. That was the big matchup in the AFC. And, of course, New Orleans lurked around. They were always pretty competitive. And, of course, the last few years... They've been right there knocking on the door. And if it weren't for a couple of bad calls in the NFC Championship yeah, game last year, right. Drew Brees could have been right back there in the Super Bowl. But there were a lot of years that his team wasn't very good. He'd put up big numbers, but his team wasn't very good. And I think that the team argument does go a long way. Okay, so if Drew Brees is three, yeah, 21st century, round out the top five. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, yeah, that's a good pick. Probably has to be four. So you're taking Aaron Rodgers... Below, you're taking Drew Brees over Aaron Rodgers yeah, right now. Right. Because Aaron Rodgers won one Super Bowl and he hasn't put up the numbers that. Uh, At least recently. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was a solid debate five years ago that Aaron Rodgers was the best quarterback in the he NFL. He was a bad man. So you put Aaron Rodgers four. Yeah. Who's your five? Mm. Does Tony Romo make his way into oh, that list? No, no. He'd be the best golfer, yeah, among the quarterbacks. But is I, it Philip Rivers? Oh no, can't be. Is it? I think there's at least some sort of an argument for Alex Smith to be in a top ten in terms of the 21st century. Yeah, he because he won a lot of games. He had some pretty decent numbers. How about he, Eli? Eli's got to be up there because he won two Super Bowls and he got him in the pl- playoffs several times. Yeah, but he didn't win very much. In the playoffs, he won in two years. Yeah, really, and he was. But he was a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Right, but he had he an still, unbelievable defense. He still has a lot. He has some pretty good numbers. He, he, I'm sure, I'm sure he would probably be five. I think just longevity, and you know, he's he, yeah. But how bad has he been the last five years? He's well, been horrible. His, his team's been bad. No, he's been horrible. Well, but he can't throw. But, but they haven't put anything around him. Odell Beckham. They had him. Look who they've got at running back right now, Saquon Barkley. He's all right. Well, right. They've all- had a great defense through a lot of this stretch. Yeah, but their defense stinks now. How many times in Eli Manning's career was he the third best quarterback in the league that year, do you think? Probably four or five years. Probably not many. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not in on the Eli train. I get that he won two Super Bowls, and I get what his name is, and I get that his brother is better. But I'm not in on the Eli train. Okay. I don't think there's ever been a conversation where you went, all right, who's the better quarterback? Is it Tom Brady? Is it Drew Brees? 
Or is it Eli Manning? Well, no, Eli's not in that class. Let's face it, the, 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 the first four to me separate themselves pretty severely from the rest of the field. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't just go ahead and say Lamar Jackson or Patrick no. Mahomes. No, they haven't, been, they haven't done it for long enough. You're kind of radical. You could have made that take. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a realist. Okay. We'll take our first break, Steve. When we come back, we can continue to elaborate on some of your Bueller hot takes getting ready for the McPherson to take on Bueller tonight. Okay. I'm ready. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE, Steve Sell. Yes, sir. I sort of said jokingly, your Bueller hot takes. I don't think you have any hot takes. I don't have any. To throw out They're not today. like pistol hot takes. I mean, you are not the pistol. I am not the pistol. He would have some hot takes. Oh, he does have hot takes. But, Steve, we're excited for some bullpup basketball back at home inside the roundhouse tonight. I tell you, is it just you or is it just me? It, it might s- be just me. It might be just me. But does it seem like it's been about a month since we played Andover? It seems like it's been a long time. It has time. been a long time. Yeah, it seems like it's been a long time since that season opener. I think just because both road games were so strenuous. Excruciating. High tension. Late nights. Pins in the... Oh, yeah, very late. I don't remember much after about 11.30. No. Each of the nights. Yeah, people don't realize that when we're done broadcasting, our night's far from done. Well, usually Steve just gets off the air and goes straight home and gets into bed, puts on his his slippers. That's not how it works. Puts on his his KU pajamas and just that's, hops right into bed and that, curls up into a not, ball. That's not how it works. There's about uh, just you know, especially those road games. Oof. You got the hour ride home, then another hour and a half in the office posting the uh, posting the stories. So uh, there's a lot more to it than what the average person realizes. Well, Steve, we talked a little bit about the girls' game earlier, and for this boys' game, it's a really interesting matchup because Bueller the last couple of years has had a decent amount of pieces to be able to give McPherson some trouble. Last year on the road at Bueller, they just won by three and needed a big shot late. At home against Bueller last year, the final score ended up being 53-34, but it was much closer than that. Going into the fourth quarter, it was a single-digit game, and McPherson just pulled away down the stretch. This Bueller team is scoring a lot of points right now, and I think that's one element that makes them more dangerous than, say, they were a year ago. Yeah, they... uh really rely on the three-pointer. They shoot it well. Uh, they got a lot of guys back. Um, McPherson, of course, not quite the experienced team uh, that Bueller is. Uh, I look for this game to be in the single digits. I really do. I, I just think uh, where the Bullpups might have a little advantage is inside. I think the big man, Cody Stuffelbean, I think he could really go to town tonight. But you got to get him the ball. And I think the player for the Bullpups that might have a breakout game tonight might be Cooper Courtney. I think he might be due. I think Cooper Courtney's due for a about a 14-15 point game. And, uh, of course, Seth Madron has really been good. He's been a model of consistency for the Bullpups. I think he's been around the 18-17 point mark about every game. you got the stats well, there. Well, he's averaging 
18 points per Averaging game. 18 points a game. And, and, and the, scored 18 on Friday. And the thing is, Seth, every game, he does nothing for about the first five minutes. And it's just like the – and then the, the switch goes off, and then he's about the best player on the floor. So if he if he brings it from the very get-go and gets off to a good start, there's no telling what he can do. And I think he's going to be a real matchup problem for Bueller. But I just think it's going to be a terrific game. I think the atmosphere is going to be great. Anytime McPherson and Bueller get together, you know it's it's great atmosphere. Bueller's going to bring a Woo! lot. Of, Bueller's going to bring a lot of people. Uh, you know, this is one of the games that if some McPherson fans don't go to many games, but if they're going to go to one. This is one they go to if they other than the tournament. So I think we'll have a great crowd tonight. You got a lot of kids home from college now. That's right. So you know they want to get out and see the bullpups. Bus, bus will be in the house. Bus might be in the oh, house. Oh yeah, bus will be in. The, bus was breaking down film yesterday. Apparently, from what uh, my inside sources tell me. I'm not surprised by that. Oh, he's a coach. He's a coach waiting to happen. Going back to the girls' side, Steve, this Bueller team to me, it's very interesting that they've almost had the exact same team for three or four years because this senior class that is making its way through, they've been starting and playing since they were freshmen, since right. they were sophomores, and it's been a pretty much the exact same starting lineup for the last five years, and they have a great, I would call her a four. In Olivia Owens, kind of a four and a half. She plays. She, she'll play down in the post, but she can also step outside and shoot. And McPherson has always done a really good job of defending her and limiting her to too many big opportunities. And it's been a nice matchup for a player like Maggie Leaf. It's been a nice matchup for a Hannah Hageman in the past. But now tonight, it's a little bit different story. And McPherson again, still very thin, trying to get, overcome some of these in, injuries and getting ready to take on this Beeler team that is the more experienced team on the floor. Oh, by far. And the Owens girl is probably going to – she's going to have to score 20 to me for Bueller uh, to have a chance to win the game. Now, like you say, they've got some other girls that have been starting for a long time. Uh, they got a little five-foot guard. I, her name escapes me. Her name is Haley Miller. Haley Miller, who I think is a really good – she's good in some other sport too. Golf. Golf, yeah. That means that you would like her. Te- yeah, she tees it up. So, uh, you know, she's been the point – you got an experienced point guard – got experienced, you know, inside outside threat in Owens and uh but the bullpup girls have kind of had their way with Bueller ever since the infamous Jessica Steffen game out at Hayes. That's the last time I believe that Bueller won. That's right. The controversial foul with like 2 seconds left in the Substate Championship game and Jessica Steffen went to the free throw line, calmly knocked them down, uh made both of them. I think T-Rob and those they were like sophomores maybe then. Freshmen. Freshmen. All right. So uh, that was out at Hayes, kind of a controversial finish. But since then, it's been pretty much all bullpups in the series as, as Bueller hasn't won a lot of games uh, the last few seasons, I think. Well, de- define few. Less than six or seven, I think. Well, McPherson has won 25 of the last 27 games against the Crusaders. Okay. Interesting number for you. The Bueller girls have not won inside the roundhouse since 1987. Ooh. That's a long time. It's a really now, long now, time. Now, there were some years they didn't play. That's right. They were, the, uh, remember, McPherson was Division Two for you know a while. They were they were actually Division One when the AVCTL started. They were Division One. Then they dropped to Division Two. I think they're in Division Two maybe six years or so. I believe four. Well, close enough. But anyway, and then now uh, Division since they got in Division Three, and you know it's it's interesting when you, when you talk to some of the I wouldn't say old timers, but Kids that played in the uh, early 80s and the 90s, they didn't think of Bueller. Bueller wasn't their rival. You know, they didn't play. Hutchinson, Newton, 
Those were the big rivals. Derby. Yeah, those were the Salina Central. But Hutchinson and Newton, especially on the girls, the Newton girls. Oh man, were there some memorable battles with the Newton girls in the '80s and early '90s? But uh, those days are gone. Newton and McPherson don't play anymore. Hutchinson and McPherson don't play anymore. Hutchinson has not been good for quite a while, especially on the boys' side. Steve, we're excited. Yeah. Rivalry game tonight. Battle Royale at the Roundhouse. Yeah. We're excited for it. Bedlam at the Roundhouse. Six o'clock. Bueller Bedlam. 540 pregame. Well, hopefully. Yeah, we hope so. We're having... We have kids with Santa. Cookies with Santa. Yeah, whatever. Cookies with Santa. There will be kids there, and Santa will be here. Cookies with Santa in the KBBE lobby at 411 East Euclid starting at 5 o'clock. That's right. And they'll be screaming in the background as we get on the air, and yeah, it, it will be a thriller. And, and we won't, you and I won't be able to partake, sadly. Santa wrote me a letter the other day and he said, did. Hey, Jim, I know that Steve's kind of been bad this year, and he, he might be on the naughty list, but if he shows up for Cookies with Santa, then he'll be put back onto the good list. Well, but I won't and be. And you won't be here. I won't so be here because we're stay already, on that we're already working list. on basketball at 5 o'clock. We, I mean, he's kind of like fearless forecaster for oh, me. Oh, fearless. That, he's that a he pup. writes me and, and, and wants to know what's going on with the bullpups. I didn't buy fearless anything this year. Well, you shouldn't. He was just a he bum was, all yeah, year. He was, yeah, he's like 76% this year. Steve, let's take one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM, KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, did you see the big move that the Chiefs made Terrell yesterday? Terrell Suggs, great move. You excited about it? I am thrilled about it. I don't know how much he's got in the tank, but he's a veteran. He's a leader. Plus, he played for Baltimore. So That's if they, right. If they play Baltimore in the AFC Championship game, I think his uh, experience could be invaluable. Well, there was a little bit of talk going into the day after they had claimed him off the waiver wire. There was some talk saying Suggs might not even report. He might not show up, meaning that he doesn't get paid, won't play, and then could eventually go back onto the waiver wire and end up in Baltimore. But he's going to report, and I think that is a really nice pickup for this Chiefs team, and we've seen it already this year going and getting veteran players at some of these positions defensively has really paid off. Yeah. The Honey Badger, Frank Clark. And now if Terrell Suggs is able to really pay off for them, then well, this I, defense becomes even more you scary. Know, you know, he'd said, well, I'll only play for Baltimore. you got to remember, Terrell Suggs played, what, 13 years? 16. Or, 16 years for Baltimore. So, you know, that was his home. And But I think he looks at this Chiefs team and says, you know, they might be one defensive player away from winning the Super Bowl. And I think that... When Okafor just started to play well. Yeah, and tore, tore a pectoral muscle. Right, and so that's where they're trying to fit him in. And I really am excited about that signing. And if it works, if he slips into the system and does well, then this Chiefs pass rush continues to be very scary. Yeah. They have been haunting the nightmares of several opponents recently. Well, and... You think I, Drew Locke sees I, I wrote in my of call, Chris Jones you know, in his head? This four-game winning streak is great, but 
when you look at three of the wins, Oakland, Chargers, Broncos, they're not very good. But they beat the Patriots in there too. They beat all those teams. Yeah. You Doesn't gotta, matter how you win. You got to play the teams that are in front of you. They won in Mexico City. Yeah. They won at Black. home against Oakland. Yeah. They won at New England. Yeah. I don't care who they beat. They could go beat I think this, they could go beat anybody. I think Sunday night's game against the Bears, that's a big game. They're all big. Yeah. Big, big, big game. That's what Mitch would say. Huge. Huge. Bring the hammer down. Put the hammer down. Yeah. Steve, we'll see you tonight inside the roundhouse. I'll be there. But you won't be at Cookies with Santa. I won't make cookies. The with kids Santa. are gonna be so upset. I know, it's for it's, the kids. It's for the kids. I know, but but we got we have a job to do. We can't let sentiment Get in our way. Sorry, little Johnny. Yeah, little Johnny's not. Steve Sell won't be here to sign your He'll magazine. Say, Steve Sell. Steve Sell stinks. He says, "Get that guy off the air. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, send him into retirement." He said, "He's old." Yeah, get rid of him. Well, tell little Johnny to be quiet. Well, I don't tell little kids to be quiet. Oh, when you did the other day at the basketball game, some girls were dancing in front of us. And Steve told, went, "Hey, stop I, it!" I said, "No, I just said sit down. I can't sit." <laughs> All right, Steve. We'll talk to you tonight. I'll be there. Wrapping up today's According to Jim. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight inside the Roundhouse. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Pit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Well, I